Hi there and welcome to the second podcast episode for the TL2118 module for my sports coaching and development degree for my second year. Before we get into things, I'd just like to state that this is now free flow and the first podcast episode was off a script. I'm now going to go free flow. Let's just say that it's taken quite a few multiple attempts to get to this stage, but I feel like I'm ready to go. So the episode will be based on the first sessions and interactions with the players at the Saison Fringe Football Club. The episode will also include my immediate development needs uh, for my personal development plan for over the year. And it will also include at the end the plan for the future weeks. So the Certain Finney Football Club uh, under 70 team is quite a big squad already. We have about 8 to 10 players signed on already. And we have a few stragglers who keep coming and going and we're unsure whether they'll be playing. There is good engagement and willingness to learn. That was We could see that from the outset, from the first session, which was great. There is a slight difference in ability at the moment, but as some players were able to kick the ball from quite a bit, quite a distance into the net, and some you could see had never kicked the ball. This is okay. This you can expect this as a coach, such a young team. So I look forward to be able to teaching them the basic fundamentals of a skill and showing and watching them grow. So the opening sessions were literally just building basic skills and confidence whilst them promoting social interactions. So Barry and Knowles, nineteen ninety eight, states that coaches are increasingly expected to be aware of performers' overall social and psychological developments, which extends beyond the coaching environment. Uh, just I put this in there because I want I want you to know that it's not just coaching technical football anymore. It's ensuring that you you promote openness in the squad. So for example, you you don't know what will happen happens behind closed door when they leave when they leave your session do they go home and have something to eat and there's been whilst in Blackpool where I live there's talks of football of players going to play football who haven't had a haven't eaten all day which it's clearly not a nice thing to hear about being able to promote the openness may lead to them confiding in me which would be great so I could potentially help them or get somebody from the football club to help now I'll talk about what went well in the session so I've stated earlier that the engagement from the players was great they're a young group of players so they wanted to play football and they were there for a laugh and a joke. They all improved as well, which was even if it was just the one basic skill. So throughout the sessions, we passing, dribbling, shooting. They all love shooting. Who doesn't as a kid? They love to shoot in practice. And you can see that some of them, some of them who were unable to kick a ball at the start, have been able to hit the net from a distance as well, which is great. Improvements for the session, I'd say one of the main improvements was probably structure and keeping to a time frame. Um, so as I stated about the less less ability players, I was probably spending a bit too much time showing them. We do only, unfortunately, at the moment have the capabilities of an hour training session during the week. It'd be probably best if I just was able to keep the keep the keep the session moving, and so it doesn't stop the the rest of the squad um, time playing football. There's also stages where the kids are too happy and too interactive and they weren't listening to me which I probably need to build my confidence in that this isn't the first stage of of leadership role I've had where I've had to tell people to stop doing something but some of the stuff I'd already learned in the past wasn't working here so it, it looks like I need to improve improve this and I was thinking about how I'll improve this and the, the one I could think of the most probably for experience so Goal et al. 1990 states that coaches and coaches' primary means of knowledge and development was through experience and interactions with other coaches. So an example from this is that I I went to the top of the game with Pep Guardiola. So Pep Guardiola, some state that he's one of the best coaches in the world, or if not ever. However, he says that he, he learned most of his stuff through Bielsa, and he even states that Bielsa is the greatest coach ever. So he, even people at the top of the game, if they need advice or experience, they'll go to somebody, an authoritative figure, and, and obviously Pep went to Bielsa. For my immediate development needs, I want to improve my technical knowledge. 
technical knowledge is important because it will give the players the best practice possible. And it's also important to reflect on improvements. Uh, sorry, in Duran 1998, state that the best way to improve is for experience, for training, but also past about experience as a player. So it got me thinking of my thoughts and what seemed to work well for other coaches and how could I use this. Most of the time, the coaches were very direct in an authoritarian style, which as a 10 to 15 year old whilst I was playing football, I probably didn't really like. So I've decided that I probably won't use this. But it was a great it was a great experience to reflect on this, to see which I, see if I could use this. And the reflection process is important and it will go on through the whole stage the personal development plan and my podcast. Um, so Knowles, Barry and Telfer 2005 states that the reflection is a key skill to enhance learning. The reflection stage, um, like I stated, is, is a vital part of learning and I hope that the podcast will be clear by the end that where I started now and where I will end up at the end will be will be greater and my knowledge of football and my technical delivery will be a lot better. Um, so in, into the conclusion, unfortunately at the moment the UK government have put was into a national lockdown, which means there's a stoppage of grassroots football. This is a bit of a disappointment, especially after the, the UK government acknowledged the impact of the the impact football had on many with the social, physical and psychological benefits. The effects this could have, obviously, because it's going to stop some of the players from being able to practice because they might not have a ball at home. But it's important for when I get back, we when we return to football, that I've given them the chance to go over the skills they already had. What I'm going to do for the, uh, I'm going to plan a four-week training model, which was recommended from from the Level One FA coaching coaching program. Uh, when we, on the next podcast, we'll hear how how this went and what I plan to do in the future and f- more of my personal development plan. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to making another podcast. Thank you very much.